Hello and welcome to the June 22nd uh, MLB main slate show with DFS underscore PhD. As a reminder, I'm doing this in place of my card until I get back from a vacation to try to get our, it's the only place I have the actual art. So hopefully it screen grabs it because otherwise I'm not going to pay for Dropbox. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a good night last night. Let's bring you behind the screen. Start with some screenshots. It's always a good night when you're playing 150 lineups, but uh, okay. So yeah, so I'll show you first the best of 150 because I mean, like, obviously there's going to be one and not that obvious that it was going to um, break even last night, given how many bad decisions I told you guys to make. So apologies for that. Glad I did not completely X out. Um I don't know, Grant Williams, probably not Grant Williams. <laughs> this guy was obviously the value pitcher of the night. Um, but I just got lucky because look how many other batters had more than pitcher numbers. Heim, Turner, Duran. That's what you got to have happen for baseball. That's why I'm never spending too much time with the, the hitter stacks. You set yourself up for success. Maybe it happens, right? I mean, like someday it'll happen to me. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's why I did that. That's why I did that. But you get lucky when it's that stuff. This is, this is why I spend more time on things like this. Expected value plays that paid off. I tell you to play the MLB showdowns. Why do I do that? Because it's easy. It's the easiest money I ever made. I just put like two pitchers and hitters who are in the game. And if the pitchers do well and the hit one hitter gets a hit, you take down because there's like nobody in these competitions. Same thing. This is two different showdown slates. Wow. Okay. I thought I thought some of this was Sims. I thought most of it was Sims. But in fact, no, that's just we're winning Sims tickets, right? But these are MLB showdown, MLB short slates. That's where I'm finding the most value right now. I did take down one sim thing yesterday, but I got to be honest, it is not a good day when I'm just taking down one. I think I took down another one. I just didn't take a screenshot because it happens all the time. Uh, okay. So uh, we'll move on to review of last night's slate. Yesterday's two slates, actually. So we did better in the early slate in terms of telling you what to pick. I don't think my hitters actually worked out in the early slate. So that is probably what happened there. But yeah, like my... Chalk Kevin Gossman was like, meh. So that was the main problem for me. Although I was heavy on Abbott and Bradley, who went nuts. So I remember I have one Abbott and Bradley lineup. I think it took a satellite. I forget what it was. but um, And then Boyd. I'm glad I left him in the player pool. He really came through. Um, but yeah, we did way better on pitchers for the this slate than we did for boop, 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 the main slate. So this is not what you want to see. I've decided this is the best way to go about it since I'm showing you the pictures and I'm showing you the uh, min and max exposure. That's what I'm telling you. So when we go over it, I look at the actual score and then where I had them, you know. And so the more of these rows, these are guys who weren't even in the player pool because good reasons, right? But maybe I could have been convinced to go 5 to 15 on Johnny. He was right on the borderline, if I remember correctly. Like if you do projections, yeah, he was right on the borderline. So a little bit more... Maybe if I'm 150, I go 5 to 15 on Johnny in the future. Uh, anything else I can learn? But yeah, I'm not getting the Martin Perez. He's right beyond Johnny and Paul Blackburn, who also was garbage. So I think it's too speculative. I, I don't like Perez. He's got to show me some more stuff before I'm going to be betting on Perez. And I guess Blackburn's here, too, doing better than a ton of guys <laughs> that I did take. Um, so, hmm. Some interesting stuff there. Probably need to reconsider both of those calls around 10 maybe 5 to 15 on those in the future. And now is the future, so we'll see what I do if I do change my play. But it's good. To, you got to make sure to do your review, your lineup review, make sure that you've, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even look at my A-B test from yesterday. Check out the results. 
Uh, yeah, I'll do this later. Um, since, yeah, I didn't tell you guys what it's about. It's basically like a very small percentage change in a weighted average of projections. So uh, that's where you're at. And that's where you guys should be at, too. If you're running 150 lineups every day all summer long, you should be going towards something. You should be improving something about your metrics. You should be having a different process or trying to trying a different set of projections, a different set of weighted averages, an A-B test of a different strategy or something like that. Whatever you feel, if you've got something that's nagging at you and you want to do a little bit something different today, test it out. I mean, even if you're running 20 lineups, 10 and 10, like do an A-B test. You're going to get data that's that's worthwhile pretty fast. This is summer. We've got like less than halfway through the season now. So make sure you're testing with baseball because as I may have mentioned, individual slates are extremely luck. So positive EV plays like MLB showdown slates and um, making sure your metrics are right. So making sure when you do hit, you have these crazy lineups like that Otani lineup that saved the day somehow. You know, like I really didn't lose money yesterday on the made slate despite... I mean, this is bad. This is bad. You don't want you don't want to not have two of the three best pitchers of the slate. You don't want to have heavy exposure to Louis Castillo at maximum price, who just has a terrible night. But I, I, I still don't really feel bad about the play. I still think I would do it again. This isn't right. Thought I'd reloaded this. Yeah, there's no real weather concerns today, so that's presumably why I didn't reload this. Um supposed to still maybe rain in philadelphia at some point so i guess double check before the first game whether that's going on and same thing with the washington game because these are low chance of delay let's see arizona washington am i jamming anybody no none of these pitchers so delays affect pitchers more than hitters right because a hitter can just go over there and swing practice get on a bike whatever but a pitcher their arm gets cold it's then they got to warm up all over again and generally with a starter they don't let them do that so we get the coffee out here um yeah so you just gotta double check weather with pitchers and then like is there gonna be a full postponement then you don't take the hitter stacks as much but weather not as big of a deal for for hitters okay let's bring you over here to my pitchers for today's slate so i'm gonna take the good ones again i know this is a, a weird strategy but this is yeah what you do right you're trying to get lucky with the hitters right and so to optimize your luck with the hitters you put as many good pitchers in lineups with them as possible so granted, there's going to be issues of cost and stuff with pitchers, as if you have ever built a lineup, you have felt it. Um, but issues of cost with pitchers, I mean, there's just so much value in bats. You can always punt. I mean, my old strategy from hand building that, you know, positive EV with very little uh, data, I would always punt like second base and shortstop, just positions wherever there's like not much power across the whole board. And nonetheless, you get normalized pricing like, oh, you're going to pay a whole bunch for freaking, what's that? Altuve or something, you know, somebody who's like a tiny boy, but nonetheless at one of these positions without much value or without much power. So call Jose Altuve a tiny boy on the stream. I'm sure that's very positive. Uh, okay, so let's see. We've got, all right, I'm going Snell and Nola today. Those are my two studs to stuff. I'm going to go over the field probably all the way to 60% on those guys. Uh, Joe Ryan, probably I'm guessing. No, that's not that leveragey. I'm just slamming chalk today. Logan Allen, I guess, is my closest to a fade, but I'm not even really fading him. And then if you want to go to like the things from yesterday, I am making 150 for this, aren't I? Yeah, I am. So making 150 of these. And I still don't want these guys. I, it might be a mistake. It might be a mistake not to want any of them. So like these, I can't even tell you how far to go. Who are these guys playing? Sear, I'm talking about Sears, Wood, and Henry. Those are the guys I'm trying to decide about. I'm definitely going to play a little bit of Logan Allen and Bryce Elder, trying to say what I'm doing for the people who are on the audio. 
uh, give them a little bit more interesting stuff. But my concern, okay, so we've got Sears going against Cleveland, who's been bashing, Alex Wood going against the Padres, which have an incredible top of that order, and Tommy Henry, he's going against nobody. Is he, he's fine value. Yeah, I'll get to some Tommy Henry, maybe. Going against nobody in Washington, but... Hey, I've talked myself into a little Tommy Henry um, after yesterday's, like, when there's guys on the borderline and they really paid off. Um, so I'm going to give myself just a little smidgen of Tommy Henry because I'm not too worried about the bats. And let me think. Oh, yeah, San Diego and Cleveland. This used to be my tiebreaker. So let's go over to... Go away, go away. Ugh. Okay, control tab. Sometimes the thing gets in the way and I can't figure it out. Okay, so... Padres... They don't, they don't strike out too, too much. And Cleveland, they don't strike out at all. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not, Padres are more borderline for Alex since they were, like, right middle of the pack, so I'll go 5 to 15. But I'm leaving Sears out just because it's going to be too hard for him to get a strikeout. But yeah, Alex Wood could go nuts. Whatever. Sometimes his, like, whatever breaking pitch disappears. I forget what kind he throws. But, okay, so I've added Alex Wood and Thomas Henry because I am going to throw in 150 lineups into this early pool. And whatever, I might as well have a little bit of those guys in case something magical or weird happens in those games. Um, happens all the time, you know. These guys, pitchers are weird, but more often than not, it's going to be the the studs. So, all right, enough pitcher talk. We got a few batters on the slate. I'm not going to go over the whatever the nighttime slate is today because <laughs> such a tiny slate. I didn't even look at it yet. It didn't. I'm only, I'm not going to. I'm not going to 150 max it. So that's the main reason I can't tell you what I'm going to, what I would do if I was 150 max it. I'm going to do like probably 50 or something. Okay. So Arizona is questionable chalk. I'm going to throw questionable chalk out there. Who's that pitcher? Jake Irvin is not good. I mean, I'm sure he's just a, is he a starter? I mean, an opener, whatever the word is. I, that, that strikes me as a bit much. So I'll probably be fading chalk diamondbacks a little. I mean, not what I mean is I'm not slamming chalk diamondbacks, right? I'm still going to have whatever 20% chalk. I mean, how many teams we got here? Three, six, nine, ten teams. So what? Oakland, no good against Cleveland. I, I, I'm not going to maybe zero out anybody. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, Logan Allen's not like a fire starter or whatever. So I'm not going to X out the least projected runs. I probably disagree with that even. I mean, who do I actually disagree? Will I X out anybody? No, because Snell could get beaten. I'm not Xing out any of these teams. I'll get to what I get to. Probably a little bit less than the field on Arizona and a little bit more than the field on Oakland. It's just because I'm a contrarian, I guess. Um, but no, I, I don't agree with those lines. I think that maybe Arizona should be around five and Oakland should be around like 4.2 also. There's no... I don't know what that is. That's like guys who don't like Noda or what. Like they got weird names, sure, but they're they're fine offensively, right? I, I think so. Okay, yeah. The rest of these guys, no, no takes. You know, these are probably your hot stacks for the day in terms of leverage and actual upside. You know, I said Oakland, ha ha, but that's mostly contrarian. I'm not going to go more than five, ten percent Oakland, um, Atlanta. They'll, they should be chalk. Why is Atlanta not chalk? Oh, they're going against Aaron Nola. So. You got the best team against the best stack. And now that I've said, I've seen that Nola is going against Atlanta, I'm going to go ahead and pull my jets on Nola a bit. Put him down to 50. 
don't want more than 50 of my lineups to be completely killed by a random random it's not that random atlanta's been going off every single slate but uh yeah so i'm guessing atlanta stacks are going to be there in my final um calculations san diego though washington wow washington i don't i don't buy that so i'm not buying into the washington i mean what it's a capable pitcher going against them right yeah tommy henry i just added him to the yeah part of my you know i like making consistent plays when you're making 150 lineups you have to make sure that you're like some consistent correlated set of things gets through. And one way to do that is to make sure you're boosting things that are correlated. So if I'm boosting Tommy Henry to five to 15, I'm probably nerfing Washington a little bit, right? Because I've just said, I think Tommy Henry does a little bit better than the field thinks. So I'll do like four or five things like that for the slate. And I probably told you most of them already. One of them, yeah, the Tommy Henry uh, buff and the Washington nerf, Arizona bats nerf. Like what's the weather in Arizona and Washington? Blowing in, the wind's blowing in, and these people are all over these. No thanks. Wind blowing in. Yeah, I I don't I don't follow I don't follow what's going on with this game and why why uh why are Arizona and Washington two of the top four stacks? I'm fading both of them. I'm gonna go SD Atlanta Boston Minnesota. These are the other te- these are teams with good offenses. I don't care who the pitcher is. They can beat the crap out of Aaron Nola. They can beat the crap out of whoever. They're good offenses. I mean, they'll take 100 pitches or whatever. Okay, so I've told you 100 things there. I'll, I'll synthesize it down to a few. Oh, right. I did like a few prize picks. Keep checking the board. They've been adding stuff, taking stuff off, um, and changing the lines. So here are my current favorites um, in rough order of preference, although Tommy Henry's actually higher up on the list. I don't think he's going to get that many strikeouts necessarily um, or last that long. This line was at 3.5 earlier, and at 3.5 it was a good line. Uh, yeah, 3.5, it had 67% chance of hitting. So at four, it's probably up at like 71, 72. So this is one of my favorites, maybe above Keller. But both of these pitcher walk at, uh, so Nola over 1.5 walks. Keller over 1.5 walks. Henry less than four strikeouts. Matos less than 1.5 hits, runs, and RBIs. And Corbin Carroll, Carroll to score a run. So basically, yeah, I a little bit of Arizona beating Washington here, I guess. Mostly it's just the lines are wrong, right? I mean, it's just a play where I think these lines should be a little bit different. Tommy Henry was at 3.5. It was already a little bit juice on the under. I don't know what's going on there. Washington's bad. I get that, but not that bad. Uh, yeah, so that's most of my plays today. Um, Matos, it's right on the borderline. It's just that's that's a pretty high mark, even though he's been great. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Um, we're up at like 60 3% or something now for picks. So not too bad. Solid enough. Should be long-term expected value positive as long as you're playing five picks. Don't play four picks. Don't don't do power plays. Don't be silly. This is prize picks. Prize picks whole thing is being a game where the insurance is good. You want to play flexes and specifically fives and sixes. Play fives and sixes. Do not play fours. Play fives and sixes. Sixes are not as good as fives, but if one guy doesn't play, like for instance, if Matos doesn't start or whatever, I don't have to cancel the slip, right? So I'm going to cancel the slip for sure if one of these guys DNPs, before, like Corbin Carroll, not in the lineup, Matos not in the lineup, and you should too, because a four flex is not good. It's not good expected value. We've talked about it a lot on the stream, but I'll pull it up again because every day we get new people here. Feats. See how long it takes me to pull it up as to whether or not we actually pull it up on the stream. Sign in. No, don't don't show all of my wife's things, please. No, and also my name yet. Well, a lot of good reasons to pop this here. 
Uh, okay, so prize picks expected value sheet. Figure that out. All right, so on a regular day, option plus, plus, plus. Yeah, so this is your expected value for prize picks on a regular day. And look at how much higher, 94% positive for a five pick, 52% positive for a six pick, and only 6% positive for a four pick. It's still positive. It's still better than if you were a power pick guy. Don't be a power pick guy, man. You, you guys are the reason price picks exists and why I can continue to do flex plays at positive expected value. Stop it. Who, if you're watching this video and you're still doing power picks, stop it. No, go do something else. Go gamble at a real place. You'll get better parlay odds. Go, I mean, at, we're talking, look at this big, 38%. They are actively punching you in the face if you are trying to play a power pick on price picks. You shouldn't do it. You should know. I mean, this is so bad. You're losing 40% of your money. Stop it. And I mean, I'm taking it, you know, I'm getting 90% over here, but you got to play smarter. Like you got to play five picks. You got to play six picks. Don't play three and fours. Don't play power picks. If you're playing prize picks, know the game. And if, if you don't know the game, don't play. Like that's what I do at No House Advantage. I have not figured out the game, so I don't play that one. Um, yeah. So eventually maybe you'll hear some other picks here, but for now I'm only doing prize picks and that's why, because I know the game. I know I'm making expected value money over there when I play. All right, guys, so we'll see you next slate. And as always, uh, make sure you know where you're making money. And if you don't, go find out right now. Dig into those metrics, and we'll see you next uh, next slate. Good to see you guys, and see you tomorrow.